0: Welcome to Big Blend Radio, where we celebrate variety and how it adds spice to quality of life. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Big Daily Blend. Today is February 12th. How did we get to this middle of February thing? Wasn't it just Christmas? Didn't we just talk to you, Joey? I don't know what's going on, but hey, February 12th, apparently is National Georgia Day. Georgia was actually admitted to the union on July 15th, 1870. And we're going to be doing a show around that time frame to celebrate Georgia, talking about tourism and travel and history and all of that. But, you know, uh, I had a recording scheduled with Joey today for his uh, daily blend appearance that he does with us and co-hosts every Fourth sunday joey stuckey and joey is the ambassador of music for georgia uh, macon georgia excuse me and um he's on our show all the time and uh, we were recording us said, joey dude your state's having a you know a special day we got to talk about some music so of course he's very polite and said yes so welcome back joey
1: always well, a pleasure my friend
0: Hey, it is good to have you back on the show. And I know we're we're doing a little more than we normally do, but it's okay. We can do it. I mean, any time to talk about Georgia music, I think is good. Uh, everyone, joeystucky.com is the website to go. And um, you're based in Macon, Georgia. Have you always been based in in Macon?
1: You know, so I've lived in Georgia since I was 15 years old. And before that I was in uh, Florida, but, um, I have I've always lived in Macon. I do a lot of work all across our great state in Savannah, Atlanta, Athens, and mm. you know beyond. Um, and in fact, we 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 played a, a wonderful New Year's Eve party in America's Georgia, which was a lot of fun. But um, Georgia music is my passion. Uh, Making Georgia music is my specialty. And actually, as a, a, a youngster in my twenties, I had uh, a radio program. Dedicated to Georgia music on pretty much every station in town here, and uh, and we've always just loved supporting Georgia music, uh, independent Georgia music in particular, but uh, the big the big boys as well. And you know, Georgia has a lot of amazing connections to a lot of superstars that you might not know. So, one of my good friends is a guy named Chuck Lavelle. And Chuck oh. was had a band called Sea Level back in the seventies. It was a very regionally popular uh, band, and uh, and he's he's done many many things. He's played with uh, with Eric Clapton. In fact, if you have the Twenty Four Nights uh, double live album, Chuck Lavelle's playing on some of that uh, on a keyboard. And he also played on the Eric Clapton unplugged record, the MTV oh. record, uh, which the very famous version of that song, Layla uh the acoustic version where he's playing piano on that. But but besides doing all these amazing things and playing with the fabulous Thunderbirds and playing with the Almond brothers and all this stuff, uh Chuck is also uh the musical director and keyboard player for the Rolling Stones and has been since around 1988 and their Steel Wheels Tour. Uh, wow. So he is just one amazing tie that Georgia has to uh international superstars Mm -hmm. and you know uh the other thing that's so fascinating you know chuck can i think be considered a maconite even though he doesn't live in macon uh but he he spent a lot of time doing music here but somebody who is from macon uh is a real legend i mean world world worldwide legend and that's little richard yeah little richard you know influenced Everybody, including my favorite band, the Beatles, Uh, they were highly influenced by Little Richard and uh, and that and that kind of sound and Paul McCartney, I think, in particular. But uh, Little Richard also was a, a generative force in my mind for one of the greatest guitar players and innovators of all time, Jimi Hendrix. And he, Jimi Hendrix played guitar for Little Richard for quite some time in his band. And, uh, then went on to be, of course, you know, the, the great legendary guitar player. So wow. that's, that's, that's just another little slice of, of making music, um, you know, uh, history and royalty. And, and Little Richard's been honored here, um, in many, many different, uh, ways. But, uh, you know, other, other Georgia musicians that are, that are really exciting, I think, is uh from you know, at least these are the ones that I know about and that I have sort of history with. Um you you've got Clarence Carter, who had the big hit stroking mm-hmm. and also the, the hit Patches. My band's opened for him on a number of occasions. Hey. I've I've spent a number, no I've spent a, yeah, I've spent a lot of time back when the Georgia Music Hall of Fame was still around. It doesn't exist anymore currently. Um, which is something that is uh, very, very sad to me, but someone uh, needs a
0: spanking and oh, oh,
1: listen, listen. I mean, it, it, it's just, it's just awful. Uh, it, but you know, it, it boils down to money and politics, really, mm-hmm. like, like, just like everything does. But, um, but yeah, so Clarence Carter also had that uh, song Patches, and you know, he's one of the few blind guitar players, which why, is why I'm so excited. About it. Basically, I, I can think of him and Jeff Healy. And, and, uh, yeah. you know, both, both blind guitar players. Uh, and of course, I count myself as a blind guitar player. So, um, uh, there's not, you know, but you, you think like most people say you're, I'm a blind musician. They think Stevie Wonder, Ronnie Millsap, Ray Charles. Uh, now Ray Charles.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, of
1: course, made the song Georgia one of the most famous mm-hmm. songs in the world. And of course, it's our state song. Uh but yeah, so Clarence Carter, but you know who else is from Georgia? Indigo Girls, right? There's they're they're a, a big That's Georgia right. band. B fifty twos. I've had the honor yeah. of opening I've had the honor of sharing a stage with the B fifty twos. Really so, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we we uh, I actually have a great story about that. I tried to I, I, I love the B fifty twos. I particularly love the album that had Love Shack and Rome, and I thought that was a really mm. fantastic record um and, and and you know i love a lot of their a lot of their music uh but the one song that i just makes me feel ill uh and this is no disrespect for b-52s and a lot of people disagree with me on this but i hate the song rock lobster uh it's a big famous yeah it's, it's a big famous one of their famous <laughs> songs but i just really hate it and oh, and so no i really hate it so so uh, it just offends me in every way imaginable. So I better and not so, sing
0: it and do all the sound effects for you right now. Is that what you're I saying? I mean,
1: if if you you know if 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 you want a surprise in your mailbox, then go ahead.
0: So, so glad we're on the road full time.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll find you. I have, <laughs> I have I have I have special skills. So, um, but the thing is, like, so uh, uh, I said to my drummer at the time, listen. Uh, As a souvenir of our time on stage with the B-52s, and this was a big concert, about 3,000 people in the audience, but uh, uh, millions and millions of people on TV. It was a televised concert. Uh, I said, listen, as a a souvenir of our time, let's steal the Rock Lobster Cowbell because they had two different uh, cowbells. They had a Love Shack cowbell and a Rock Lobster cowbell. And I thought I could strike a blow for music fans everywhere if I stole the Rock Lobster cowbell. Sadly, my drummer did not participate in this heist, and uh, the Rockwazner cowbell still remains in the B-52's possession, and the stage was too treacherous for me to try and crawl over it myself and do it, so I... I decided uh, not to... Yeah, you know. Blind
0: Guy Thievery of Cowbell would not really work. You'd start, not so, Yeah, ring the, well, ring the alarm, you know?
1: There's several problems with that. Like, for example, I can't see whether they're looking in my direction or not, so that's it's just hard to be sneaky. No. Plus, just the stage had so many cables and things, I felt like I probably was falling to my death and it wasn't worth it. But uh, yeah, but anyway, so B-52s are from here. Now, uh, an, an, another amazing band that people love, uh, Collective Souls. Also oh from, yeah, yeah,
0: I love. Also from Short. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, and and I actually had the great privilege and honor to get to know the singer and guitar player for that band, Ed Roland. And yeah. Ed is salt of the earth, like just an incredible person, and just such a nice person, and so so kind and humble. And um, he he and I wrote a, a song together, along with another friend of mine, Diane Durrett. And uh, we wrote a song together. It hasn't come out. You know, who knows if it ever will. But uh, we had a great, great time recording it and writing it together. And he was just super kind. And they're another amazing, you know, Georgia band. And then, you know, of course, one of the greatest, um, you know, alternative rock bands ever uh, is the band R.E.M. And they are uh, known from being from Athens, Georgia. But Bill Berry and Mike Mills the drummer and bass player respectively for R.E.M. are both from Macon, Georgia. See? And I have actually had the privilege of recording Mike Mills uh, uh, I've recorded him once and then I've met him two or three times and um, I think I don't think anybody could argue that the song Losing My Religion is one of the greatest you know pop songs of all time. Um, I I hate, you know. I
0: got I got married to um not mar- well the this I, I talked about this on our um, beginning of February show with Johnny Schaefer and we were doing love songs and ballads and then I said well our wedding song was Everybody Hurts and the song our wedding didn't I think we got annulled more than divorced so I don't know if that helped but maybe it was just you a song should
1: we, not have chosen that song
0: but it was a song well it just you know it. Um, it's so interesting R.E.M. is a very interesting band because oh, yeah. this alternative rock but you know, it's things like that song was just really, I don't know, it's just a song, song we really appreciate. It's a huge, well, huge appreciative, it, it's a deep song. And then w- there was a song, Night Swimming, that yeah, took yeah. years to really get me. And then when it bit me, it bit me. It
1: yeah, interesting, me. it's interesting because uh, um, Everybody Hurts is so great on so many levels. I mean... From a lyrical perspective, it's magical, and it's what I love about it. And we talk about these days uh, in the corporate world and other places, we talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Well, that song has that because everyone from every walk of life can relate to the feelings that permeate that tune. And it's, it's such a universal theme that's so well-written and so easy to process. You know, you it just goes straight to your heart, and then it's some of Michael Stipe's best vocal work ever, I think. Uh, I, uh, yeah, media. and
0: he's incredible, and and they just and then you know, there's shiny happy people. You know, there's all these kind of I think it, it's huh it's kind of like they were painting pictures of people, like yeah. it, it's almost like a Norman Rockwell version, like but in it with sarcasm in some yeah ways, yeah right
1: yeah. They're, it, they're they're a bit there's cheeky. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, there's some there's some twisted stuff in there. And and I don't know, but it, they are very um I think inclusive of yeah.
1: you know I, I love I love R.E.M. I'm a I'm a huge fan. I always have been, uh always will be. Um and, and you know, as I, I've met I've met Michael Stipe twice. Uh whether he remembers mm-hmm. me or not is you know, he probably doesn't. But uh but yeah, but I mean REM is great and, and what's interesting, another tie to Georgia and to Macon in particular comes in a, 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 dear friend of mine who sadly passed away many years ago. Uh, but his name is Ian Copeland. If you think mm. that sounds familiar, it's because his brother Miles Copeland started the oh. IRS record label, which gave REM and B-52s, uh, some chances. And also his other brother, Stuart Copeland, oh, the drummer for the police.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: yeah. So Stuart Copeland, um, uh, Ian actually brought the police through Macon, Georgia on tour uh, and he also brought the squeeze through making oh. Georgia on tour. He also gave uh, Phil Walden who is one of the great impresarios of Southern Rock uh, gave Phil Walden a demo tape that had Dire Straits on it which he, Phil Walden turned down. I'm, I'm assuming he regretted that later. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Ian has a, a lot of ties to Sting and all these other amazing, you know, world famous artists. And Ian spent two years in Macon, Georgia, as a booking agent, um, and, and and trying to get. And and the other tie I'm going to give you is he formed a band with a very young Bill Berry and a very young Mike Mills okay. called called The Frustrations, and uh, they were doing. My understanding is they were doing sort of like punk like punk rock music and then shortly after that mike and bill berry moved to athens and that's where rem came about so there's lots of amazing connections from not only making georgia but just georgia in general i i want to bring out the godfather of soul james brown who mm-hmm. is from augusta georgia i've actually had the oh. privilege of opening for james brown um, you opened so for
0: james brown no, i, I kidding, did man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so, so, uh, and and we actually got a chance to hang with James Brown because my dad knew one of his attorneys. And so we got a chance to visit with him outside of being his opening act. But uh, James Brown from Georgia and from Augusta, Georgia, and spent some time in Macon too, because we have a very famous theater here called the Douglas theater, which was Mm -hmm. a real launch pad for a lot of the African-American artists, uh, that were coming from this area at the time, and of course, no no mention of Georgia music or in, or Macon music is complete without talking about the late and the great Otis Redding. And Gee, uh, he's
0: one of the best. Yeah, is, and of
1: course, he's from Macon oh, as well. And when Otis I, Redding
0: I travel, is one of my favorites.
1: He is yeah, one of my all time favorites. All over the world, I, I talk about Macon, Georgia, and you know people don't know where it is until I say. It's Otis okay. Redding's from here, Little Richard's from here, and and you know uh, uh, so Otis is is absolutely incredible, uh, and and uh, you know interestingly, um, another Georgia uh, adjacent uh, band is the band Black Crows,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: Chuck Lavell was their producer for their first album. Okay, we're talk- now we're circling back around Chuck Lavell. And their first real big hit was a remake of "Hard to Handle" by Otis Redding.
0: There it is, so, "Hard to Handle."
1: So there's, uh, it's just so there's there's so much amazing music that comes from Georgia, and 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 the music is, of course, you know, Trisha Yearwood, the great country artist, is is from here. Alan Jackson, Jason, the great Jason Aldean, yeah, now Jason Aldean, yeah, so so yeah, Trisha and Alan Jackson are from Georgia, not Macon, but yes, Jason Aldean is from Macon, and in fact. Um, you know, he has he is often seen on TV and stuff wearing a Macon Georgia T-shirt. So he actually still loves making and and is a you know big star. We also had back in the eighties before I arrived. Uh, I don't remember the exact year, but there was a band from Macon, Georgia called A C Black, Alvin and Calvin Black, A C Black, and they were sort of like uh, you know eighties R and B. You know funk, and they actually did get some rotation on MTV, and uh, and so um, they were kind of you know a, a one hit kind of wonder band, uh, but boy the band that that made them up there I'll never forget there's a guy here in town I don't know what happened to him but his name was Tracy Orr and he's an incredible right. six string bass player who just is just a, a magic, um, and and he. Uh, you know did a lot of they did a lot of amazing music and to, to be on m t v and not have a major label hit record is a pretty impressive feat i will say That's- one of the yeah one other thing about making and and uh is that um the the original version of stand by your man was recorded by an artist called candy Staten. candy was managed by rogers Redding, which was um part of the Redding family who's based in Macon, Georgia. And then there was a drummer that performed with me. It was in my first band and on my first album. His name is Jerome Thomas, and he sadly passed away as well. Uh, spent the last 10 or 15 years living in Prague. But he played with bands like SOS Band, Cameo, Black Oak, Arkansas. And uh, the last band he played with was Maceo Parker. And if you don't know Maceo Parker, that was the famous sax player with James Brown. So there's so many cool connections to Georgia and international music, and to from making the international music. But yeah, we I, I think our state has such a rich, beautiful heritage that yeah. I think if you started, I think if if, if the listeners just Googled like Georgia music, they would be amazed. And of course, I have to say Atlanta, Georgia. Is one of the great hip hop capitals of the Huge. world. Yep. So, and, and we we have uh, Tricky Stewart, uh, who I've had the honor to meet, and hang out in his studio in Atlanta. Uh, uh, you know, a lot of the guys, Janelle
0: you know, Manet. gotta yeah, give up Janelle- Outcast?
1: Uh, uh, Outcast. Yeah, absolutely, Andre 3000, and don't forget Usher's whole uh, thing is here. Usher is from here, and his his production team is from here, and his band is from here. And I got to meet uh, his keyboard player. Last year at a function, and and uh, and that was really exciting. And boy, what a what a talent! So uh, there's just so much, you know. Atlanta is a definitely an international city, and Macon, Georgia, is the Southern Rock capital of the world, um, you know. And, and so to 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 talk about you know the 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 other Southern Rock stuff, if you if you liked if you liked Alman the Almond Brothers, yeah, they Hell spent yes. they spent a decade here in town. In fact, we have the Almond Brothers Museum. Uh, here in town called The Big House, which is where they used to live. And um, so we have that. And then, of course, one of my favorite bands of all time is, is a band called Wet Willie. Their big hit was uh, Keep On Smiling was their was their biggest hit. And then they had a song called Grits Ain't Groceries, and that was a big hit. But um, those guys were originally from Alabama, but they called making home for, you know, at least a decade during the heyday uh, of Southern rock, which was – Sort of 70 to 80, roughly, uh, that, mm-hmm. that decade. And anyone that was any kind of Southern rock band, you know, had some connection to us here and in, in Macon. And so, uh, those guys, Wet they actually moved from Alabama to Macon because it's where they thought they needed to be to have their careers move forward. And there's lots of stories like that. Like I said, like Marshall Tucker, Loose Chains, Molly Hatchett, you know, there's all these amazing, uh, Bam! I, mean, I could go on forever, but yeah, well, it is. I'm grateful to have a moment to chat about Georgian music today.
0: I know you got Ray Charles. We have to bring. I mean, he he's like huge. You know, as we were talking about, but um, I was I was amazed. You know, I I think before we were recording, I was talking about Howard Tate, and he was on our show way back when in the beginning of our shows, and he passed away in 2011, and he he got famous for um, Janis Joplin's song. Get it while you can. He wrote it and she sang it, and um and he's also you know performed and later in life he became he because of drugs ended up homeless but then turned his life around and became became a counselor um and preacher, uh, helping youth and and people going through addiction, and um yeah he was on our show and and it was just such a big deal to have him on and it wasn't long after that he had passed and we were so honored and. I don't even think we have the archives because even the show when we were airing it through Blog Talk Radio, that's where we started. Um, they had a server change and everybody's stuff over the ancient times disappeared. Oh, if you terrible. didn't have a copy. And I know, I mean, there was to a point of how much, how much can you store? You know? Yeah, we've been yeah. doing this what seventeen years now. So, like, how much, how much can you store of audio? <laughs> like,
1: yeah, you know, I mean, it, it, it so, does get it does get unwieldy. It, it,
0: Yeah, you know, but he was um, it was it was interesting and get it while you can. I mean, I went into, you know, his music archives and I didn't really know, you know, until we went to interview him and somebody contacted me and said, would you, you know, do this? And I'm like, yeah, you know, and then I was just, man, he had the sweetest voice, just so gentle. And he, you know, he had one of those voices that didn't like it was the bipolar opposite of Janis Joplin, Janis Wales. And he oh, brings no you question.
1: in. He yeah, yeah, brings yeah.
0: you in. He's quiet, but. Um,
1: well, it's, it's interesting that we've talked about. Strength, yeah, you know? we've talked about R and and blues. We've talked about rock and funk and southern rock, and we've talked yeah, about. But 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 we should mention a couple of jazz greats that oh, yeah. are from Georgia. So Johnny Mercer is a native that from that old, of Savannah, Georgia. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. And my dear friend, who is also uh, deceased, is a guy named Ben Tucker, who was a very famous jazz musician and wrote the song that was made famous by Herbie Mann, wrote the song Coming Home Baby, which is a jazz uh, classic. And, And Ben Tucker played with everybody from Meltor May. I mean, just all the jazz greats. Also, and he was he lived in Savannah, had a had a uh, a jazz club and a radio station in Savannah. And also uh the the late great Connie Haynes that I was pleased to know in my youth because I used to spend a lot of time, as I said, promoting just Georgia music uh from the old to the new. And she would play with Tommy Dorsey's orchestra and wow. was a, a a big was a big and played with everybody from Buddy Rich to you name it. And oh. so she she was also some, from Savannah, Georgia, and a great vocalist. And um, so, so many, I mean, so many incredible people. And of course, every state has something amazing, but it just seems like like Georgia has an embarrassment of riches. <laughs> Do you
0: think it's because, because well, when I was looking, you know, up history, like the Ullman Brothers, right? So they're from Florida, but, um, and actually the Ullman Brothers themselves were born in Nashville, right? And even when you listen to their music, they're always, it's like there's something about Southern rock, which is very, road trippy music right? yeah yeah and always dropping names of towns and what it's like to be on yeah, yeah. nature and stuff which I love right it's especially being on the road and there's something and I remember I think when you very first came on our show years ago I was like Joey we want to do something on southern music we have to and and so finally we're actually having this discussion it took a few years but I think there's something uh, there's a regional thing that happens and I think it stems from where people are born what their surroundings are like if you think about grunge music up in the pacific northwest they were grunging out for a damn good reason it's cold up there damn and people Rainy. are depressed yeah. in the winter yeah. very quite industrial. frankly it's it's hard and so yeah. you're gonna have that music is a positive outlet right and so sure. these sounds come from that but it also comes from the touring distances the roots that tour, like how a tour goes. And I think Florida, you know, Georgia, South Carolina, I mean, and then you look at all the, like Savannah being like such an artistic community with, uh, with oh, scads yeah. there. And right. Oh, yeah. and so then, but there's like Florida, Georgia you're so next to each other. Right. It's the yeah. Carolinas. And We're then neighbors. you've got Alabama. Right. Yeah. That is like, Louisiana is not far so there's this touring circuit. oh, can't leave out Tennessee. Holy cow. No, can't do yeah, that. Definitely. But that's really kind of a thing. But then it became there's this thing of like New York, Boston going south and south going north. There was this swap over that happened, I think, pretty much like early 80s, uh, if I'm not to say like CVGVs and things like that. People would go up to those clubs up there. Um, which is really interesting to me too. Like What started these migrations? What was going on in music historically? Was it the touring? And then, of course, now we look at, you know, especially in the blues uh, and Americana music, everyone goes over to Europe and, you know, all of that happens. So it's kind of interesting to me about the, it's like a migration pattern, you know, of music.
1: I mean, you've got something there, I think. I mean, it's funny because um, the blues is so accessible for, for everybody, really, and, you know, um, Almond Brothers, as you rightly mentioned, mention a lot of towns and, like in in Ramblin' Man, they talk about Highway 41 and and you know where they're mm-hmm. going. And uh, they have a song called Statesboro Blues, which is a mm-hmm. small college town here in, in Georgia. Uh, they have a song called in Memory, in Memory of Elizabeth Reed, which was oh actually, my favorite. and it's it the, the name came from a gravestone in the Rose Hill Cemetery here in Macon, Georgia. Where really? The Almond Brothers, yeah, the Almond Brothers were hanging out because they thought it was a very peaceful spot to relax. Um, so there's a there's a lot of I, I think what, what you're seeing is the reflection of experience um, you know in the music and places that inspired them and and uh, you know, it's funny because you, you you could easily you could easily be forgiven for thinking that the Alma Brothers were like a regional thing but uh, they're huge I mean I mean they were huge in New York you know they were they're huge in Europe um, people know them people love them. Uh, um, and, and, you know, uh, of course, here in, in the Southeast, I mean, you know, as you said, you know, Florida, Alabama, Georgia, the Carolinas, you know, uh, Tennessee, uh, of course, they're, you know, uh, sort of have a godlike status here, but, uh, they are very beloved throughout the world. And, uh, there's just something very relatable about that, about that Southern, I'm going to say Southern swagger. There's a bit of Southern yeah. swagger in some of that music. And it's, what about- uh, you know, it's, it's great. smoke
0: man confederate yeah. railroad blackberry smoke um yeah very, they're great yeah the georgia satellites keep your hands to yourself
1: that's a great song
0: yeah joey <laughs> 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 But you know but that's really you know the atlanta rhythm section
1: come sure, on A-R-S, yeah yeah
0: oh my gosh when you really look at this it's insane because you know right before you were coming on uh, to record i was like i said you know i remember sending you a message hey joey i think we could just do like a Five-minute little thing on this show. Well, look at us. Um, you know, well, the it, one it thing, is
1: probably time to let somebody else have the floor. But yeah, it's it's been no, no, no. You know what I mean?
0: It's 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 when it it is music. So this this whole show is going towards that. I wanted to touch on this ring shout, um, uh, this African American uh, music and dance tradition. Uh, they're saying it's the among the oldest surviving African American performance styles in North America. And um, it is found in McIntosh County, Georgia. Huh. And yeah, I I I need to dig into this because it's really yeah. about hand clapping and call and response. Um nice. and That's very much like you know music out in you know in Kenya and Africa and well, areas music, we live.
1: you know, call and response is music 101. I mean, that's the mm. the original purpose of music historically. Was uh, uh, trying a way to try and understand the universe and to try to communicate with God. It, it, you know, historically, when you look at ancient man and 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 the purpose that music served, it, it tended to be sacred. And uh, so that call and response thing is, I think, a very primal uh, need for communication and communion, and then another need to try to explain the natural world. And so, uh, yeah, I, I totally get that. But I, I'm not familiar with that. But, uh, you know, hey, very cool. Learn something new.
0: Yeah, no. And and then um, I was looking that the Fife and Drum Blues uh, was documented in West Central Georgia. The Freedom Singers come from Albany. Uh, this is all through the Civil Rights Movement time. I mean, that's the thing when we're talking about, you know, Georgia is such a historically um, rich state. And yeah. diverse, right? Yeah. Um, oh, very much so. All kinds of stories—stories stories you don't want to know about, but should know about, need to know about, even if you don't want to know about them. <laughs> and then there's positive stories too. And um, it's really interesting, even being in this in the South now. If there's change, some good somewhere, like what? Um, so it's. I think the music is always the the thing you can know that will tell the truth of the times. Yeah, yeah for absolutely. the people. It really is um, country music. I just wanted to touch on this because, holy cow, country music is huge. Um, even just now, like Zach Brown, Brown Band comes from Georgia; they're based absolutely, in Atlanta. Absolutely,
1: absolutely.
0: Luke Bryan. I mean, there. This is a rabbit hole. I mean, you could just um, Hank Cochran, Keith Urban.
1: That oh. one I did not know.
0: No, no, no. He, no, no, no. I'm reading something wrong.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm reading something
0: wrong. No, nope, I know. Um, nope, I'm talking about Corey Smith, and he worked with Keith Urban. That's what I'm reading. Ah, okay, a big okay. list. Yeah, but Luke Bryan is from there, from South Georgia, and attended um, a, a Georgia Southern University. Wow, there's a lot. There's blues, you got jazz, rhythm and blues, you know, and you have Otis Redding. Um, that's a huge, huge deal, and I think also I was just saying, you know, because of Nashville, but also Memphis ain't that far.
1: No, about seven hours.
0: Yeah, so it's it is about making tracks, right? Yeah. So yeah, um, you mentioned so you've got the Almond Brothers Museum there, but you also have that bridge, right? Isn't that dedicated? Ooh, to accidents that happened there from the almond. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's yeah, really that's- sad.
1: Yeah, there's, there's a, there's a little part of the road there that's, uh, that's, that's dedicated to, and, you know, Barry Oakley, the bass player for the Allman Brothers, one of the most underrated bass players in the world, I think, really, really fantastic. Um, and Dwayne Allman both died within a year of each other, within a mile of each other, uh, both on motorcycles. So, um, you know, there's, there's that stretch of road that's sort of commemorative, uh, commemorative there. Uh, and we have a, a wonderful in, in our, in our, riverside park here we've got a wonderful statue of Otis Redding um we've got um uh some some areas uh dedicated to little richard so there's lots of there's lots of nice sort of memorials around town there's um a pretty fun walking tour of historical musical sites in Macon that you can take on friday nights uh weather permitting and uh, i think that lasts March through September or something like that. I don't think it's available January, February. I don't think it's available after it might be available in October, but it's not November, December, mm-hmm. but uh, that takes all around. And one of the famous places that in, in town that, that everyone needs to visit is a place called H and H. What's so interesting about H&H is it's some of the best food in town. I'm not ashamed to tell you. It's not particularly healthy, <laughs> but it, oh, it, it, <laughs> it is particularly delicious. They definitely have the best breakfast in town. And, and, and it, when you leave, you smell like fried chicken for a month. But what was so special, Mama Louise, uh, who was a wonderful African American lady who, who was just, uh, just a, just a, just a sweet person, you know, the the thing we talk about when we talk about civil rights, uh, we talk about making sure that everyone has the same opportunity. Um, in a lot of sectors, people didn't. People did not have the same opportunity. People did not have an understanding of one another, did not have a desire to know each other and to learn and grow from, from shared experiences and also from unique experiences. But at H&H, the whole music community would gather there and you had these white hippies hanging out with these African-American R and B singers and they loved each other and they learned from each other and they borrowed from each other. And they were all fed by mama Louise because they were all Mm broke. And, uh, it's just, it's so in my mind, when I think about unity and I think about the joy of music and the connection that it brings H&H is one of those places that comes to my mind. Um, mm. And uh, and it's it's just such a cool story of how music brings people together and how food can bring people together. So I, I love that. And I, I would like to end on one last thing. We've talked about a lot of genres, but another person that's famous for making was Cindy Lanier. Um, there's the Cindy Lanier Cottage here in town. He was a famous poet and also classical musician. So we even have some classical music being represented uh, here in our great state of Georgia as well.
0: I know this, you were talking about, you know, the the civil rights movement and the music that came out of your areas is is prominent. And one thing I wanted to touch on was that you have one of the biggest and best African-American history museums in the country.
1: Yeah. From what I was reading, the Tubman Museum. Yeah. And, you know, a, a good friend of mine, has worked really hard to bring uh, a lot of African culture, uh, a lot of African music, and also a lot of uh, uh, reggae and ska music Sweet. Um, through, through town. His name's Dean Brown. So I, I encourage everyone to look him up. And uh, he's really fantastic. He does... He does. Uh, he's got a. He's got a, a a band called Dub Shack that does like all the reggae and stuff like that. But then he does a lot of acoustic music, as him. And he just does some incredible work. And he really works hard. There's another one, Pilar, um, uh, who who really works hard on bringing African dance into the community as well. So there's a there's a lot of neat stuff going on. There's a lot of, you know, if you if you look, you can find a lot of great state, you know, a lot of great stuff in our state. Uh, That's culture, not only our culture that we're exporting to the rest of the world, but uh, other cultural influences that we're bringing for people to discover. So it's there's a lot of neat stuff.
0: Mm. So, everyone, uh, keep up with Joey at joeystucky.com. He's here on our show, The Daily Blend, The Big Daily Blend, every fourth Sunday. Of course, you know, we're doing a little early podcasting here with him. Because, hey, it's Georgia Day. So one of the best ways to celebrate Georgia is to visit Georgia. Besides, they have the Okefenokee Swamp. It's one of the coolest swamps in ev- ever. I mean, when so I was a little swampy. girl living in, in South Africa, I wanted to go to Okefenokee. There's and there's a that wonderful places...
1: song, I'm Proud to be an Oake from Fenoki.
0: Oh, see. <laughs> yeah, true. right. Well, I want to close with this quote. Melodies bring memories that linger in my heart. Make me think of Georgia. Why did we ever part? And that's by Stuart Gorell and Hoagy Carmichael. How about that for nice. a Georgia quote? Very Love nice. It. All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. And go to Georgia. And if you can't get to Georgia today, listen to some Georgia music. I'll put some links in the show notes um, about a list of musicians from Georgia Uh, All Wikipedia has like, if you want to go down a rabbit hole, you'll be there all day. I was even thinking, how am I? I can't even make a a music playlist to go insane. They even have a whole Wikipedia playlist, just of all the hip hop artists, not just in Georgia, but just of Atlanta. Uh, There is so much going on. And so I've got a link to that, a link to uh, the list of musicians from Georgia and a link uh, about Macon as well, Macon, Georgia musicians. So check that out. But of course, keep up with Joey at JoeyStuckey.com. Thanks so much, Joey. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to Big Blend Radio. Keep up with our shows at BigBlendRadio.com.